Hey guys, it's Dr. Cole. How many of you watching me right now have had their vitamin D levels checked? You know, it's something that I've seen in my clinic over the years. I do a lot of blood testing and it is really unbelievable how few people have what we consider to be the optimal level of vitamin D. Now granted, the people that I'm checking, by and large, they're not well. They come to me feeling poorly, right? And so their health is suffering. But here's the thing. I went back over my last 50 blood tests that I've done in my clinic. And out of those 50 patients, I had a grand total of two that had optimal levels of vitamin D. And they were both taking vitamin D supplements. Most of the patients were in the 20s, some in the, in the high teens, some in the low 30s, most were in the 20s. And <clears throat> what research is showing is that a minimal level would be 40 nanograms per milliliter. So anything under 40 is considered to be below the minimal threshold. And what I believe is that 40 is even still too low. We try to get people up around 60 nanograms per milliliter, somewhere between 60 and 80. But 40 to 60 has been shown to be uh, decent. Uh, they've done studies, for instance, of African tribes, and they've shown that basically they're between 50 and 60 nanograms per milliliter. These are people that eat whole food diets, right? They're not uh, as pesticide, herbicide, chemically ridden as we are in this country. And uh, man, I'll tell you, I believe that there is this direct link between low vitamin D levels and the symptoms, especially these hormone problems that we're seeing today, the inability to lose weight just generally feeling poor. People come to us feeling poor with low vitamin D levels. And as we raise those levels up, it's amazing what starts to happen with patients. So I think it's a big, big missing link. Doctors are starting to catch on to it. They're starting to do testing. But you know, everyone wants to immediately go to supplements. My feeling is your number one source of vitamin D is what God gave us, which is sunlight. We go out in sunlight and we slather ourselves with sunscreen, like, you know, God gave us sun to give us skin cancer. I don't accept that. I mean, look, if you really, if you want to go back, I could sit here and talk about this at length, but our ancestors, they worked in the sun, right? They didn't have sunscreen and they didn't get skin cancer. And that's a fact. It was very, very rare. What's changed? Just what's changed is what we're doing to our bodies. We, we are making ourselves breeding grounds for disease so that even things like sunlight it turns out to be an issue for somebody. Just like eating certain healthy foods. If you're an autoimmune patient, will drive more inflammation. It's not what God's done. It's what's happened to our bodies. And so we need to look at it from that perspective. If you can't get outside and you can't expose enough sun and get the sunlight that you need, then yeah, then you can start taking vitamin D. And we recommend five to 10,000 IUs a day for somebody who's in their in the teens, 20s, and low 30s. Um, <clears throat> even higher up to 40, they can take 5,000 to 10,000 units a day. It doesn't even really get to be a problem until blood levels get up somewhere around 200 nanograms per milliliter. 
you're never going to get there unless you are seriously drinking vitamin D. But in addition to that, what also is missing is it's not, I don't feel it's good to take vitamin D3 by itself. I think you want to also make sure that you take it with K2 because vitamin K2 is another missing thing in our diet, but it, it has a, a synergistic effect with vitamin D3 and helps your body utilize it. And it'll help you from, if you would happen to even take too much D to keep you from raising calcium levels in your blood. So what we tell patients, there's really no studies on this, there's really no accepted level, but we recommend taking, if you're doing 5,000 units of vitamin D a day, then uh, you wanna take 500 micrograms of K2 a day. And, and then also don't forget magnesium and calcium. These all four of these things work together. And normally in our society, we have too much calcium versus magnesium. So you can get yourself a good calcium magnesium supplement that um, is more balanced one-to-one. -one, and that's the way that it should be. And when you do those four things in unison like that, then I think you'll get a much more powerful impact by taking the vitamin D but also understand, don't forget the sunlight. That's the way God intended us for to, to get vitamin D. That's how our ancestors did it. That's always going to be superior to what man's going to put in some sort of a pill or a bottle. So uh, <clears throat> also investigate like, you know, foods to eat. Like I told a lady today, she didn't want to hear it, but like chicken liver and uh, that's, you know, it's high in vitamin K2 and uh you know, foods that you take a look like chicken and chicken liver and those things are going to be good for you to uh, egg yolks. They will help raise your K levels too. So do a little Google search. Look what foods have are high in, the, in those foods like magnesium and calcium and just try to get a balance of everything. That's the way God intended for this to happen with us. If you're not going that route and you want to take something supplement wise, just understand that those four D, uh, vitamin D, K, magnesium, and calcium all play a role with each other, and you want to try to have a one-to-one -one ratio of magnesium and calcium. And then that, you know, if you're doing five, if you're doing ten thousand units of uh, vitamin D, then you want to do one thousand micrograms of K2. So I hope that helps you guys. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to keep putting this stuff out. If you like it, pass it on to other people. We're trying to get the message out as best we can. Thank you. Take care.